Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> and we are live. All the way live. Baby, baby, baby. baby. From a town that we can't speak of. We can speak of it. Okay. Terrible, terrible place. Ter- Terribleville? Is that what it's called? Something like that? Okay, first of all, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. Uh, Mark. And I'm Lane. This is a Sunday edition. We are recording live from Garberville, California on the Coastal Range Rally North pre-run. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's been a day. It's it been a day. Been a day. <laughs> it's been... <laughs> I'm a little defeated. It's been the worst of times and the best of times. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know what I was thinking earlier is that yesterday we posted that picture of us, you know, cheersing some delicious beer, you know, at this one place. Uh-huh. And we're we were stoked. so young then. We were so young then, you know, just, you know, doing the free run, working hard for the people. Yeah. But uh, we to- really... Uh, today we found out how hard we were going to be working. Yeah. Little, yeah, we got beat up a little bit. So without naming any specific roads or things... Um, the roads out here are quite remote and there's a reason that people don't really go on them all that often or you don't hear about these amazing epic road trips that involve these back roads really yeah you hear of big sur highway one uh-huh. you hear of uh roads in the sierras especially like summertime stuff uh epic drives things like that mm-hmm. it's pretty remote up here so uh, that's why we do the work. That's why we pre-run yeah. because we don't know. And we've heard things. Some of us have been in parts of the roads, maybe not all. Maybe it's been 20 years, something like that. And uh, so you go run them. And uh, today was like epic weather-wise and everything worked out pretty well early in the day. And then the, the last section of roads that we were planning on kind of being this like crown jewel of the rally turned out to be just, gnar- I mean, yeah. Pretty brutal. Super nar nar. Yeah. And <laughs> like, the thing is that I guess, you know, a lot of people reach out and ask us, like, how do you find re- sweet roads, right? And you literally look at a map and look at the squiggly lines and you go and check it out, right? And sometimes you find reviews of motorcyclists who have gone there or whatever. They do. Ha- there are some maps out there that are more in depth about surface and road conditions. But like these, you know, we expected them to be a little rough, but it turns out that they were actually pretty brutal. Because we're used to the B road in in the Bay area being rough and there's some patchy, you know, patches of asphalt that are not perfect and maybe a pothole here and there. But we were talking about huge potholes, uh, unexpected gravel, um, multiple like just dirt areas that aren't supposed to be dirt, crumbling roads, collapsed roads, which is really gnarly. Yeah. With like (laughs) a cone that may or may not be there next time. Uh, huge speed bump type stuff in the shadows that you don't see until it's too late. And we're, we're basically given the responsibility to bring a hundred people or like 60 cars or whatever, ranging from my E30 to a brand new GT3 RS on these roads or 
a lowered Alfa Romeo with its uh, oil pan, oil pan dragging on the ground. Yeah. And then so you, you have this sense where we go through these pre-runs and we think, uh, could this could car X make that section? Nope. Yeah. I don't think so. And would they ha- like even if they could make it, would they, would they be going three miles an hour and hating life? Yep. Or would this be any fun at all? Yeah, and then you think, well, maybe it's just this five-mile section that's bad, and, okay, after this, the road's going to get better, but it just never did. Yeah, we that was our hope, I think. You know, we, we go... You know, we go 10 miles. It's kind of like crappy pavement and stuff. We're like, okay, well, if that, if the rest of the road is really good and epic, it'll be worth it. We just tell people, you know, go 15, 20 miles an hour on that section, but believe us, it's worth it. And then you drive a little bit and it's smooth for half a mile and then you hit a big pothole and think your uh, tire blew out yeah and we're driving in lane's new gti essentially and with stock suspension and tire size and all that stuff um and it's a great choice for this um all things considered but man even in that car yeah and this is it's kind of like your litmus test right like i mean the car is not super low it's not i mean so you have some ground clearance but it's still a, a kind of a sporty car you also have 18 inch wheels with a shorter sidewall so you basically this is a good way to test out like you know to, to compare right to all of the other options that could be on the rally it's like okay you got some it's kind of low you have some right height you can clear some stuff you have some compliance but it's still kind of sporty and stiff and you have short sidewalls so like that's a good kind of package to test this whole thing out with and one thing that I wanted to mention, though, is like Lane mentioned, you know, like we we definitely thought that along the way. It's like, all right, fuck it. We'll bear. We'll deal with this like crappy section. But if if the rest of it is good, like it's worth it. And it's worth it because like the stuff that we saw today was so amazing. I mean, epic the views, epic scenery, right? Like yeah. coming down from the from the coastal range right into the coast basically they just drop right into onto the coast and and it's so remote yeah. and it's stunning stunning scenery and if the road was perfect it would be the best road maybe in the world i mean really uh, it's pretty amazing yeah it would put it would you could compare it to big sur and these you know all american roads so, so to speak and uh there's a reason that it's not right yeah. it's it's very yeah, sure. remote and um you're on your own out there which is another concern as you're bringing 30 cars that are pre-smog let's say or what i don't know what, however that works out and uh you're in the middle of nowhere like you yep. know a, if something goes wrong and i don't no cell phone reception so then getting a tow truck out there is one thing right and then how long does it take to get there and anyways very very remote um so the good news is we pre-run this for a reason and we have backup routes wait like ready to go basically but we didn't know exactly how much we would rely on those so that's all going to work out um and then the other thing is part of our our, maybe even like the biggest thing besides the road is trying to figure out how to make everyone happy for meals and accommodations and a town that they want to spend time in and you have to make art and i happy yeah (laughs) this is true um so and we're the, we're we're nancy's we're basically that we're basically the gti of this test see like you know we're we, we, we're, we've been in some rough places you know we can hang but you know we don't need the fanciest shit but we don't necessarily need to be stabbed by meth heads while we're walking out, out to dinner <laughs> yeah, you know yeah <laughs> so um where do we go from here i mean i <laughs> 
Can we talk about the story about the, the restaurant That's that just, we were okay. in? Okay. So part of this is we do a lot of research for all these different areas we're going to be spending time. So we have we have lunches and dinners and hotels and different cities and all that stuff. And you can't, like, it's pretty far from where we live. This is a six-hour drive or something to yeah. get to this town. Yeah, we, re- we rely on Google Maps. And, yeah, and calling and, places and yeah. talking to people and figuring it all out. So... One of the things we need is a lunch or a dinner spot. I'm sorry. And we're thinking taco bar, like a taco truck kind of thing. Maybe a Mexican restaurant in town can accommodate us, our big group. Let's see what's out there. So we look at the choices and there's a really, something comes up pretty good, like good reviews. It's a, it's a Mexican grill thinking this is it. (laughs) So Art calls them. Speak Spanish with them. And how does that go? You say, hey, uh, we're going to have a group, and can you accommodate our group? Like, how many seats can you fit right yeah. in your restaurant? How many people can you have? Yeah. And, and so saying- we went, so we started at 100, which was one number. That was unreasonable. I said 50. They're like, ah, I don't think so. Like, let's see what, what yeah, alternatives so then, are. Then the alternative was they will provide us with all the fixings to make tacos if we want to bring that somewhere and, and have tacos uh, somewhere. Yeah, so we were but thinking they, maybe the hotel parking lot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, convention center. Yeah. Which doesn't exist, by the way. And so um, we we find out, we get to the town at which this Mexican grill is. It is a counter in a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that art. And meanwhile, like literally 10 minutes before that, I think it was uh, Art, he's like, Dude, they got to be able to fit 100 people in this restaurant. We'll go see. We'll go see. Yeah, they they, I'm sure they just don't have the right chairs. Yeah. It, literally, a one counter inside of a gas station food mart is this Mexican grill. Mexican grill. And <laughs> me, Mexican grill. <laughs> and uh, the fact that you were haggling with the number of uh, people they could fit. Yeah. They must have just thought we were from like either from like a radio station prank call. Yeah. Or uh, just no idea what's going on. Yeah. They were very uh, uh, cordial and they were helpful and they they continued the conversation and we actually considered it it as an option, right? But like things things definitely look, we feel silly about it now, right? Yeah. It's hilarious. Can you fit 100 100 people? Oh, by the way, we, sir, we are in a gas station. (laughs) There are no seats. Yeah, there was no mention of that by them. No I mention. Mean, yeah, on, what the dude. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Who we do you think you're calling? We didn't find a, a needle when we were out and about. Yeah, but I found those in Santa Cruz, so. Same, same. Uh, uh, okay. One weird thing is that on, it's a Friday night and 90% of the restaurants closed at 6 or 7 p.m., mm-hmm. which is a weird thing. And now I think there's like a purge is going to start outside. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say that one weird thing is that 90% of the people on the street look like they're zombies and they're out to kill us tonight. Yeah. It's very likely. So the short story is we're not going to be going this way. Um, <laughs> we're staying in this town. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the only way, the only reason we're staying here now is that I insisted we stay in the hotel room. We are in and purchased <laughs> instead of getting in the car and driving another hour to stay somewhere else. Which Art and I wanted to do. Yep. And forego our $130 bill. Crazy. I mean, can, can we describe our hotel room a little bit? I mean, okay. like, I think it's kind of worth <laughs> the living. hotel room's not. I, I mean, mean we have a, a cool horse We have like a TV entertainment center, right? Cabinet. Uh, first cabinet. Well, cabinet. It should be said, this is a drive up motel. It is not 
modern in any way. By the way, have you... Okay, I'm fascinated by this pool. Have you ever been to a motel where the pool was, like, popping? In the park, like, right in the parking lot. Going off? I think that's... A motel pool? Yeah. I feel like people are slipping in uh, from town. Just This is just the public pool Uh now? And the floating device to pool ratio was outrageous, dude. (laughs) No kidding. Like, the pool is the size of our hotel room, and there was probably 30 people in around yes. it. And more, and maybe 60 floaties. Like, you could easily, <laughs> like, completely Walk. obliterate the freaking pool with yeah, floaties. Right. And then there's, uh, there's, they're setting up tables in the parking lot, and, like, in the uh, handicap parking. Blocked all the handicap spots. <laughs> so, and I think Warren asked, like, what's going on out there? And they go, oh, the owner's brother's in town, so he's having a barbecue. Hell yeah. I would do the exact same thing. Full on. So, you walk into this room and uh, popcorn ceiling, popcorn ceiling. Of course, and what we have one fluorescent, fluorescent light. Like, light that you would have in like an old mechanic shop in this or an office, o- kind of offset off to one side of the room. Yeah, it's really um, really weird. And then uh, they, uh, I had got a a two bed room with a rollaway, and then I was informed that they don't do rollaways. So would you like? a room with three queen beds in it. Hell yeah, we do. And I was like, fuck yeah, I've never seen that, first of all, so <laughs> we need to at least see what you're talking about. And this exists. So we're in a room with three separate queen beds. Um, don't be jealous. There's a horse painting and a uh, thrift store uh, oak entertainment center with no mm-hmm. TV in the the hole for it. Or anything in the, and the cabinet. The... the the hundred dollar flat screen is on top of the yeah, a little twenty four uh, inch flat screen deal, on top yeah. of it. I do like the old uh, radio in the wall though. That's pretty rad too, with no knobs. Yeah, uh-huh. that's cool. And the office carpeting. Oh, and then they use a toilet paper um, insert for the wall in the in the shower. Oh, I didn't see that. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just and then I noticed they had patched the walls in the bathroom, but never painted. That's good. It's a good so sign. Just, yeah. So and we'll stay here tonight. How about the air conditioning? There was it was kind of a fun experience, right? Air conditioning did, wouldn't turn on, and I, you know, I'm not that dumb, and I kind of looked at it for a few minutes, and then said, "I'm going to go ask them." They have individual switches for breakers for every room in the office, so as to turn off the AC when people. Oh, maybe check that's out. like kick people out. Oh, like, no AC for you. Damn, they did not check out, eh? After <laughs> they just stick around. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, definitely so here we are. Deal. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm itchy. Yeah, you are itchy. Yeah. Lane has some weird itch going on. Um, nice day today, though. I will say that. Beautiful Perfect. Day. 75 degrees, Northern California coastline. Mm-hmm. And can, can I also say, you did say we have backup routes, which is absolutely true. Yes. But our backup routes are absolutely amazing and they are very, 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 very like highly rated by the people that have driven them in the past. Yes. Um, and it's really, like, it's just, it's going to make it for more driving. Which yeah. It's like basically you're getting more for your money as a rally participant, um, which we, we sort of like the, you know, camaraderie of hanging out with everyone after a day of driving. Mm-hmm. There may be, maybe part of that missing, but replaced with like Epic roads. Very much so, yeah. So I think it's going to be, everything's going to be fine. A lot more driving in this one now. Uh, and yeah. I mean, and that just means we we freshen up and then go straight to a, to a proper hang at a bar with some good food. Proper hangs. Pro- yeah. I love proper hangs. Especially yeah. the proper hang that we're going to go for. I think it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Outdoor patio situation. So we have a couple updates, I think, from the, the week as far as like what we've been up to. And one is uh, we went to Weckfest. Oh, shoot. 
I mean, it's called Week Fest, but uh, Lane forced me to go with him to San Jose. I did. To a car show, which I knew almost nothing about. I knew nothing about. And their uh, website is very lacking. Uh, All I knew was 10 years, they've done it for 10 years, and it uh, celebrates diversity uh-huh. And a decade in motion. Yeah. So that's all I knew going into it. Meanwhile, how diverse was the show? Like, I, I thought I saw a lot of the same kind of car. Ninety percent JDM, mm-hmm. for sure. Of one type, maybe. No, no, just just Japanese cars. So there were some exceptions, some interesting things yeah. that we would consider nice. Yes, yes. Um, the The theme was absolutely low, a lot of low stuff. So a lot of air ride suspension, mm-hmm. a lot of stanced cars to the max. And then the way, so for people that don't know, it's basically like a tuner show for mainly JDM cars, but they do allow. I mean, there was BMWs, there was Mercedes. There were some Porsches. There was some Audis. There was Porsches. I mean, I would say it's more like 70% JDM. Okay, 70 is fair. And then there was even a Rolls Royce and a Ferrari and stuff. But for the most part, it's like, it's a lot of stance, a lot of like crazy camber. Uh, You got some, you have some uh, VIP builds. A A lot of accessories, a lot of things where people didn't know when to stop on their car to get it to a place where it's like done it's just like everything has been fucked with basically yeah a lot of accoutrements samurai swords in the engine compartment yeah and then i mean really it's so two takeaways for me is one it was like a condensed sema hall really 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 packed into this convention center and they needed way more space and you know there's no good pictures or anything like that i mean even if you wanted to take pictures yeah but my other takeaway was the car culture is not dead oh yeah i mean the average age was probably 22 years old young young crowd high school early college kind of scene and line out the door the whole day as far as we could tell not just out the door like a 30 to 40 minute line yeah to get into this convention hall and when we left after being there for an hour or so same exact line yeah never stopped yeah and this hall was cra- like a big hall like if you look at pictures of it empty it's huge but the cars were just like i mean barely enough room to walk around them Literally, that like is you'd complete, scrape your leg against true. a car to get by them. Yep, and uh, just halls going, you know, walkways going through. But it, line, line around the building, yeah. essentially. Yep. And uh, so, anyways, I, I think that's cool because we, it may not be the same stuff we're into, but the car culture is still really strong, and people are really yeah, for sure enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like. I mean, it's, I'm trying to be like neutral about it, but it's still like, it's kind of interesting to see what is most appealing, it seems to kids, right? Because that is where the, you know, the, what, how many people are there? Like 50,000? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like you know, the way you guys made it, but like, no, it sounded like 10,000, yeah, 15,000. Yeah. In, in a small space. Throughout, though. The, throughout the day, yeah. though, a lot of people are, I think, are coming and leaving. How big was the hall that the cars were in? Dude, it's huge. I mean, yeah. big. Costco size. Oh, Costco size? 
Maybe no, not that big. No, no. Maybe half a Costco. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big room. Big room. Yeah. But they needed like three of those to be spaced out well, uh, you know, laid out so you guys could see the cars. And there was very little like uh, organization. Yeah. Some, Surprisingly for a show of that size that has been going on 10, ten years. years. Yes. And they also, we later found out that was their biggest show ever. And uh, so anyways, they... Yeah, they, they have a lot of interest. A lot of people are into that stuff, and um, I can only imagine it's going to mm. get bigger, right? And I don't know. It's just a whole nother world. It's interesting. But, yeah, yeah. I think condensed uh It'd be so much SEMA. cooler if they did it in a park or at a golf course or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, dude, a convention hall, it feels dirty and kind of like that. Bad lighting. Yeah, really uh, bad, bad lighting. Awful for pictures. Yeah, no stuff. room. Just no, no, nowhere to eat, really. There was one little... Stand, yeah. selling tater tots. It's just mind blowing to hear all this and like but, to hear how many people were still there and how yeah. many people are stoked to be and there. People love it, regardless dude. of yeah. all that. Yeah, waiting you know, in line to buy merch. Um, yeah, and for the most part, it's just like, like, like Warren was saying. There's a lack of like, when do I stop modifying my car? Because mm-hmm. like, they're just like adding stuff and adding stuff. But then one thing we were noting is like, there's not very much attention to detail. So yeah. this car will have all this stuff done, mm. and then the headlights are yellow like the yellow brake, from age because yeah, they and they haven't polished, polished them. them or like the brake fluid's dirty and there's yeah. you know just stuff where you're like it's really weird you know yeah it's interesting to see like what people value right what is most important it's like this just uh, this over-the-top flashiness success over accessorization bad carbon fiber blistering carbon you know just gross yeah. rivets for body parts that are like uh, bubbling around yeah the, you know where it's riveted and mm. Just, you know, it's all, I don't know, it's a whole different world, really. It it's is a whole to, different world. And there's a few expensive cars that have been modified beyond uh, reversal. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, slammed S550s and uh, a bunch of, like, you know, 911s and stuff that have been tinkered with. RWBs, stuff mm. like that. So, anyways, that was Weckfest. I mean, Weekfest. Um, mm-hmm. And that was cool. Anything you liked at all? There was a, a couple old Mercedes, like a 220SE um, that was, it was slammed, but it was on decent wheels and like stock otherwise appearing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, air ride on one of those doesn't bother me too much because it's basically a cruiser anyways. So I was like, you know, you're not really diminishing yeah. its performance, so to speak. It may even ride better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was a couple old Volkswagen Bugs that were neat. Um, and then a really clean first gen Celica white oh, with a beautiful uh restored motor and black watanabe's nice and a really clean interior not tinkered with yeah that and... car was really nice and then there was a nice uh 510 oh. and there was a really good uh a 964 that hadn't really been messed with like a venturing green or that was a 993 and then oh, nine, was... there was a 965 next to it a 964 turbo. What oh, color? that's right. Oh, and and those were both really clean that's and right. basically stock. Yeah. It was funny. We were like, why are these here? Yeah. Next to it is a drag race Civic with its hood off and a huge intake. And like the Venturing Green 993 was like lowered, maybe on coilovers, yeah. but not like stanced. Had a cage and Recaros. Yeah. Hmm. Like a nice, just yeah. a nice like, like setup. Okay. You know? yeah. And then so, the 965 had speed lines. Sweet. And a stock interior. 
Interesting. And so that's why the curation was really weird for me. It's like, why is this here? And then yeah. it's next to a an accord that's on airbags and you know, I, I just hmm. didn't understand that. Um, yeah. And then the one thing that surprised me the most probably is that there was a whole line of vans. So many vans. That were totally in that JDM, like even had the JDM front ends, like on a Previa, they had like oh, converted like, yeah. it. I forget what they're called. Alphards or whatever yeah. with the really tall, like blocky front end. There was a few of those, but yeah. this one was a little bit nicer looking, but complete air ride on the ground, interior with like quilted red leather in their Previa, um, all like the... Uh, sunshade stuff and um all that you know junction produce but, and probably like 12 van 12 all vans, white all white all stand carbon fiber hood on a toyota sienna nice where does that even get made <laughs> like what <laughs> um yeah it was it was interesting oh and there's a really nice hard body uh red mm -hmm. nissan hard body lowered there was with a nice, like, uh, nice flares that a86 was really nice it was mm -hmm. a radwood that yeah there red were two one. radwood radwood cars there oh yeah uh -huh. the camry hatchback that camry's super cool yeah that's really cool yeah, yeah great wheels um and then the rest of it was pretty much all the regular stuff there's a expect. couple other good cars like mixed in i mean for sure there was like uh there was an rx7 the that gold one yeah it's like pretty cool yeah. it had a s2000 motor in it yep I like got oh. first gen RX-7 or, you know, what I don't know what year, oh, that's like awesome. 83 or something. That sounds that. cool. But, um, yeah. so that was cool. I mean, there was a few. It was just really hard to look past all the other stuff. Cause yeah, LS swapped S2000s and all oh, with, like, like with horrible body kits. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you know, crazy and paint. poorly fitting and mm, yeah. bad, crazy bad paint jobs. Yeah. And, and then a lot of, like, uh, show car stuff, which you forget about, but the lights, tail lights, like, dazzling you as the car's parked you know they're like on but like doing a little light show oh, led yeah, like the the taillights yeah. and um underbody glow and uh the presentation of like in the back trunk there's like a layout with like a graffiti picture of the car with like whiskey from japan and you know oh, yeah, centauri i saw the, centauri? the 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 vip uh, uh prius that you said yeah. that you yeah. showed me that was super gnarly that had the whole setup in the trunk mm -hmm. right with the glasses and all that yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a whole other world what's the, dude what's the whiskey uh, uh hibiki no centauri 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 yeah, centauri, yeah. Yeah, that's a bizarre world, dude. I mean, it's yeah. cool to see. Like, it's just, it's still automobile related, but like what people like to do with cars, like, I know. Just, it's so trippy. And I'd love to, I think it's fascinating sort of to find out what their ultimate thing is. What, what are they really yeah. going yeah, for? It's funny. Like, I can appreciate, I mean, I don't like any of that stuff really, and I don't really understand it, but I can still appreciate like a clean build when I see sure. one. Yeah. I think there was a lack of just like really good builds. And that was the part that, that I that frustrates me is like that a lot of them were like really kind of like even if the paint job was nice which most of them are really shitty paint jobs or bad wraps or really bad wraps and then even if the paint job was kind of nice it's like the car is like they're presenting it but it's kind of like not really detailed yeah and then they yeah. have the hood open but but like it has bad brake fluid that's like black yeah and there's like and it has dirt around it but then another parts you know the paint is like i don't know it was just a weird thing yeah 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 exactly and it's like what if you're in that show car scene then it's a show car right you're gonna show it like it's all about making and you're obviously like putting louis vuitton stuff in your engine compartment so you're all about showing it off and then you have like a dirty valve cover yeah or yeah, something yeah. and it's like it's where is like where and then you have like chip paint and you have like yellow headlight like fade yeah. like 
you know, sun faded shitty headlights. That's really bizarre. How about four eighty eight Ferrari on airbags? Dude, and like and like Savani wheels or some crap like that. <laughs> so make bad, up, dude. Just make up a name that's sort of Italian. Savani. <laughs> it's not a, a Giovanni. Name? Giovanni is the one. Giovanni. Right? Giovanni yeah, but isn't there a Savanti? Too? Really? Probably. Oh, Avanti. Maybe Avanti. I think whatever. But the, yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like exactly. with like twenty five series tires. And right? they like, were like um, Ninja Star wheels. Sweet. You know, like turbo twist, but with yeah. like double and, and they're all gold. Sharp. Gold with polished. So bad, dude. But anyways, hmm. enough hate on that. You know, I'm not one yeah, to hate not, on stuff. I'm not as hateful <laughs> about it. I was just, I was more, I guess I was more surprised. I did, going to a show like that and not having any idea. I didn't yeah. see like one image of what the show was going to be like, you know. I didn't even know how to pronounce the name. Mm. That's how old and dumb I am. By the way, we were the oldest, white, whitest people there. Pretty much. That's not true, but pretty much. There was an really older, there were older, whiter people in you. Yeah, yeah. I think they were lost. They yeah. thought they were going to like a you know jazzer size. They, they had those two Porsches or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then what else happened? So Art, I think you have uh, some sort of. Didn't you drive an interesting car? Possibly? I did. Yeah. So uh, I had mentioned that I'm interested in 944 S2 cabs, and so there's one that was local to us and. Uh, looked like a pretty clean car you know kind of lowish mileage 130,000 miles but more importantly like all the recent services had been done and you know the timing belt the balance shafts all that important shit like little details and so I went and checked it out and you know looked pretty decent it was just a little scruffy but you know some Kevin at Auto Works detailing could restore it overnight kind of thing so went and drove it and basically, I it, after driving it for about five minutes, I decided that I do not want a 944 S2 cab because it felt like it was going to rattle apart. Like, like snap in half. Yeah, it was. There's so much cowl shake and just driving on like normal city roads and hitting a couple bumps, like the whole freaking front end of the car just like how twists about the, and moans the roads we did today. It would have it would have fallen apart. It would have literally <laughs> twisted apart. That's crazy, dude. You would have needed two tow trucks. It was I mean, I so bad. I understand it because they just cut the coupe up. Yeah. At uh. But you still think they would have done enough to make? And they it... did put double floors. Yeah, double stock floors. Yeah. But interesting. Do you think maybe the shocks were worn on the front too, and that kind of adds to it or something? It had it had new. So well, I'm that's sure another they have thing. Tons of cowl shake and all that stuff. So but... here's another thing. So that this is part of the, the <laughs> this experience. So the guy in the ad had listed LSD, like all these other things, right? Like sports suspension and like didn't did, have LSD. Didn't know the terms, right? And so the first thing I did before I even got in the car was I first asked him if the top worked, and he said, "Yeah, it's a power top. It works." And I'm like, "Okay, let's do that." Also, can we? Um, uh, can I check the trunk? Because I wanted, to, I pulled up the carpet and wanted to see for yeah, accidents. Yeah, codes too. And I wanted to see the options tag. The options tag was missing, and I could tell there had been some paint work in the rear valance. So it's possible that the rear valance was damaged, like someone backed into it or they backed into something, and they just replaced that center piece, you know? And so there was no options tag at all, and there was some overspray inside the trunk and stuff. And so I immediately went for the front now, and I went and peeked underneath and looked at the shocks. They're not adjustable, so it's not MO30. But he had said that it had adjustable suspension because it has a Coney adjustable shocks that were replaced. So it had newer adjustable Coney shocks. Gotcha. So they were kind of... They were newer, so that was good, yeah. and, and it rode well, but um, we couldn't confirm if it had an LSD or not, and like he sent me a bunch of pictures of the serial numbers and shit on the tranny, but on the transaxle, but it's almost impossible to and, tell. And it didn't have sports seats. Didn't have sports seats. Seems pretty... I feel like it would be a rare option of an S2 cab with, with a limited slip. 
Yeah, so I, yeah, especially I don't know. if it doesn't have sports seats. Especially, yeah, you're right. It's like one of those things you go, yeah. someone's in the know and they want that stuff. And yeah. uh, so it didn't have that. And, and for me, like, I wanted an LSD. That was like one thing that had it had to have. And so after that, and then driving it, like, I was so disappointed by how flimsy the car felt. And like, it handles, you know, it handled well and everything. And I actually really like, um, you know, the, the, I, I do have a preference for the earlier dashboards, but I really like the cluster that is in these cars. It's like a navy blue. It's not black. It's like a navy blue, and it has, like, brushed aluminum, like, um, uh, like rings around the gauges. Um, I don't know if it's all S2s or if it's only later ones. I don't know, but this, is, this one had it. And, uh, you know, the transmission felt great. The brakes were nice. It felt, like, decent. It ran really well, you know. Um, and that was all good, but just, like, I don't know. I don't think it would be an enjoyable driving experience, especially yeah. for a rally. You know, like I picture driving it out here. You know, and like top down and enjoying it, and like it would just feel. I think it would be frustrating. Things I think just you're shaking right. down the road. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds for sure. Awful. So yeah, you know, that's that's why we want to get into these cars, right? You 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 have these ideas, right? And you might like a car aesthetically, but until you actually drive it and experience it for yourself, like and you think there's no way it's yeah. gonna be that bad. I mean, it's a Porsche. Yeah, it's, yeah. You right. Know, they wouldn't have done that and made this. And thing. it's possible that it was probably decent in. And, and, and when it was brand new, but compared it, to the competition, yeah, yeah but it's 130,000 miles down the road now, you know, so yeah, 30 years old, well, yeah, and it's uh, compared to new cars, right? And now. compared yeah. to new cars, yeah. So you sold your M Coupe, I did. I, I don't know if that's really like been super talked about. I mentioned it last time, yeah, last Sunday. I think you... I was picked up and driven away, and uh, it's right. living a happy life in Southern California now. So yeah. you probably aren't really looking for any cars right now? Not at all. Um, I just have basically every every instance uh, when you're not looking at me, I'm like going through Craigslist. Art's um, eyes are just a beady red, they holes are. in his head. He's got circles. His fingers are bloody down to a nub. Like my thumb where I swipe up is like worn down. You yeah, know? your screen is just sh shattered from, sh from liking like, things. Yeah. yeah, this guy is a... Been doing a lot of research. Yeah. He's been reading a lot of comments. On the way up, on the way up, I we were every destination like looking, yeah, looking to you never buy know. cars where we're getting <laughs> getting gas. Never, you never know, right? Maybe just around the corner there might be that gem, that one owner car that is. Uh, so what's on your list? Ah, uh, man, the list is long, but I'll keep it tidy. Uh, Eighty-six three hundred ZX twin turbo. Maybe I need to drive one. Maybe I'll hate it. Maybe it's too heavy and piggish. I know the engine bay is like horrific to work on and all that shit, but are in. But I think, you know, finding the right car is key, right? This is the time when you look for a car that because you can get a really nice one for 15 grand, you know, so you want the car that has had everything redone, all the shit that fails, all this, you know, the, the coil packs fail, you know, you want the timing belt done, the cooling system, turbos, like all that stuff, right? So you find a car that is well sorted. And as we discussed, uh, maybe not finding a super low mileage car that hasn't had all that shit done because people will say, oh, timing belts at 80,000, right? And it's like, no, it's been sitting for 30 years and it needs every fucking piece of rubber exactly. and every hose. And, exactly. you know, like, you know, 20 hours of labor later, you're like, you know, you're deep. You're, you're, you have something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's one of them. Um, what else do I have on the list? Uh, Integra Type R. Integra Type R is on the list. Celica um, Alltrack. Celica Alltrack is on the list. What else do I have on there? Any uh, big powered cars? 
Not really. Those are uh, those are kind of it. Mustang. Grand Sport. Oh yeah. So the, Cobra five liter. So I do like Fox the ninety three Cobras. Um, I ideally I'm looking for one that has had the suspension sorted, and I did find one locally, but I haven't had a chance to check it out. We'll see if I check it out next week. Um, there's a really sweet AW11 supercharged MR2 that is local to me that I'm interested in that I wasn't even looking for. It just kind of AE86. No AW11. No, I'm uh, saying you're also. Oh, I did at mention the 86. Yeah. That. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing because I'm every time that I think of a car, like weight is the first thing that I think of, but and like so it hurts to like want to go for a heavier you know like whatever car so i'm like i'm <laughs> yeah, trying to keep yeah. it under three thousand pounds something that's fun like because i already have an sec i don't need a big car obviously manual is key mm-hmm. uh, uh, so 300zx is out it's 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 all i need to drive it i don't know i everyone well, you just said you were under three thousand pounds i know i know and it's in the turbos are like 3300 pounds you know so like and in the na's are like 31 so I think it's definitely a car I need to experience first before I like fully commit to it, which I intend on doing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll see what's up. And uh, Lane's been living his best life. I have. I've been living my best life. That's what I said. Yeah. Living my best life. That's mm-hmm. right. Driving a Corvette. 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 And not just any Corvette. C5 ZOC. So they call it a C5 Z. Z. Or a CZ, okay. so Z06. So that's basically like a GT3 um, of the Corvettes, right? Exactly. Yeah. This is the first year, so it's down on power. Yeah. 385 horse as opposed to 405. Damn, that's still pretty damn good. So it's a 2001, 27,000 miles on it, red over black. Um, you know, all stock basically has the. I think they had a shift, uh, like second to fourth override thing. If yeah. you weren't above like three thousand RPM, yeah. So it has a little fix for that, and I think besides that, it's like all stock basically. Mm-hmm. Um, impressions. I've given them a lot. <laughs> Controversially. Controversially, I said it was fast and sloppy. And uh, I'll back. I'll stand by that. It's fast and sloppy. And if you listen to the episode I did with Danny George on our Patreon, whose car it is, whose car it is, he says it's fast and sloppy, and like it's just not a very precise car. You know, it's a. Uh, I, I want to say it's not like nothing's as direct as like say a Porsche, yeah, or a BMW, like an, an older BMW. Uh, it it. It very, it just doesn't have that precision or the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, what's the word I am looking for? Precision. Almost like sophistication. Mm-hmm. Uh, refinement? refinement. Refinement. It's not refinement. refined. No, and I think very unrefined. I'll tell in, you that. But every single little aspect is unrefined about it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you jump in a 944. It's a pretty refined car, hmm. especially for the era for that era. Yeah. Um, this thing, Corvette makes the 944 feel, as far as it's like inputs and stuff, like just getting in and driving it, makes the 944 feel like a GT3. Mm. Just like Whoa. so, steering position, like steering the way precision, the handling, like just like the way it feels, kind of like the body wants to separate from the chassis uh has a lot of like kind of like 
Um, I feel like the suspension, it's almost like they took a normal, like taking Samurai 944, turning all the bolts on the whole suspension, three quarters of a turn back. And then you go and drive that. It just go, feels loose. That's like, how, that's, huh. that's how, like, it feels like the, yeah. And, uh, there, it's not like overly creaky and moany. I mean, those things creak a little bit in the back, like mm. the, uh, they have, I mean, the body, you know, they have a little creaks and moans and stuff, but this car is pretty freaking tight dude it was kept in like a, a nice perfect garage like you, you walk around it all the window seals and everything are like perfect Twenty thousand uh, miles or 27 27 yeah yeah it's really fresh um but yeah it's just uh the steering has no feel to it very little feel that's surprising uh yeah. it um i don't know you had some questions for me because Supposedly, people are texting you and telling me I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, bunch yeah, of little yeah. bitches, little bitches. So I mean, I thought like text art, like I know it's so funny. You. Like, hey, Lane doesn't know what he's talking about. Can you believe about. it? What yeah. Lane said? Fuck you, Brendan. <laughs> so I, well, you know, you have these side conversations, and I'm like, all right, well, I definitely want to, I want to ask those questions, and it's like, like I think you just answered it though. It's that. It's like I feel like it sounds like it's a very squirmy car, like it, very because squirmy. it's because everything doesn't feel as. It's like, also for three. 185 horsepower the thing is begging for traction and i've driven a lot of cars with tons more power than that it's a fast car and they're not they're not like asking for for traction like that thing is it's like mid i mean and mid corner bumps the rear ends upset it's it just i mean it feels like it would be like a solid rear axle or something the way it kind mm. of it jumps around it's a little amazing bit. any of them survive and that thing this thing does have a compliant ride like the shocks are not blown out it has i want to like because that's the question they'll go oh the shocks are probably blown out no or the tires are bad or <laughs> old they're a newer actually i, I should have looked at the date at the end but they're they're I mean, good they, they good your eagle yeah they're the stock tires but they're replaced you know they're yeah. a newer set so they look pretty they don't look crispy and yeah. you know everything um but yeah it's just one of those like so what were your questions what what questions so, did you want to ask yeah yeah so that that was going to be if it, do you look at the date code on the tires i wanted to make sure cuz it's like like dude like old old crusty tires I've driven cars with old crusty tires and they don't feel like this too right well it's so, like like i it's like i've never driven a car before it's like i know, yeah you know so that's what I'm saying. It's like you have all this, all this, like you have a loose chassis, you have all this power yeah. and it, it doesn't, it can't transfer it out. But as you're saying, you, you've, or as I just said, also, you've answered some of the things that I want to know. It's like, it's, it's the way that the whole chassis feels, how it's not a cohesive, Dude, like really my biggest, like the whole thing. my biggest takeaway is not even anything that could do with the tires or the really the suspension. Cause I'm even talking like. I'm talking even low speed going on Westcliff, dude, wow. in the little turny section. Yeah, yeah. You know, where I drove your 500 SEC the other week. Yeah. And it felt perfectly, it felt perfect. It felt great. Uh, this thing is like hops around, like feels like, like the way the steering is, it has this weird little like, it, it, the steering's really strange on those cars. I don't, I can't, I like, can't. How? Like you turn in and then it has this kind of weirdness like you have to adjust it a lot kind of even at low speeds and when you adjust it's almost like you have to be very so like sensitive skittish? to it so it's, it's like, almost yeah, a little skittish mm. even at super low speeds yeah it, it just doesn't dude, the car just doesn't have that precision it feels like a very like all the tactile stuff yeah doesn't feel very precise it feels like it's kind of like 
you know going through a couple filters and stuff mm. uh you don't have a, any feel it's just dampen you don't like feel what the front end's doing yeah the rear end's a little bit like sketchy i don't know dude i that, think it's a good uh, high I, I mean i could see it definitely is a capable car it's fast um this is so this is in, i don't uh, i don't have I'm those sure on a racetrack yeah. it's like fucking crazy fast smooth all that road stuff. you need smooth a roads. smooth road it's great yeah. um and i was and saying I, that maybe the twenty seven thousand mile stock example isn't the one you want yeah maybe you want the one that's had the true maybe these uh, all, all the bushings are and, old and yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i did i did drive it on highway nine um the bottom section which is like the tightest section and the car like actually did pretty decently mm-hmm. did pretty well it wasn't fun. I, I I don't know. It's just not. I don't. I yeah. don't enjoy this car. I I don't feel like it's very tactile. Like yeah. you're driving like um, a lot of cars. You have a lot of feel and stuff. This is a car. I, it just doesn't have that tactile. Like like I I'm in fucking control of this car. Yeah. It has a. It, it's very. You feel disconnected. Very which disconnected. is weird. That's what I can't, I'm hearing now. And so yeah. the, like. And the car. I mean, yeah. physically. Yep. You sit in that thing, it's so freaking wide and big, right? That alone takes you out of it. Mm. And you're sitting low, and it's like you're looking across those fenders, dude. You have no idea where the front end is. Like, you can't see where the front end is. It, I don't, yeah, it's. So, you're, when are you buying one? Dude. <laughs> it's funny because, like, at, I hated it the more the week went on. Mm. The more I drove it, the more I hated it. Awful car. <laughs> Good at what it wants to do i'm sure you know it's good at autocrossing yeah, it's obviously very racetrack. successful on the racetrack um big fast sweepers probably does pretty well but is that is it enjoyable in the way and it has a lot of power so if you're a power if you're i mean it has good power it doesn't have the most power like highway 60 to 100 pull mm. it's like you know you could see like oh yeah this could use more power um has a lot of power down low and stuff yeah. but it's definitely one of those cars where um it's i don't know i i just i i the more i lived with it it's like yeah it's good at these things but obviously all these compromises were made and it's an awful car yeah as like a v as a, a an appliance as a car total shit box because you also mentioned just like you have ground clearance problems and like you're hitting you're ground like scraping stuff. problems the interior is trashier than i ever thought it could be like i'd way rather be in a c4 corvette uh, the door handles are the biggest play school door handles you've ever seen. <laughs> and the window switchers are the grossest window switches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the uh, interior smells like fucking plastic. Yeah. Mm. A lot of it in there. Crayola. It's just a really shitty oh, car. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Seating position. Seating position. Oh, the seats are horrible. It's horrible seats. No lateral support on these, right? Dude, they're, they're so gonna... bad. They, the tunnel keeps you in place. Yeah. Basically being wedged between a tunnel and a door mm-hmm. keeps you pretty well in in place the seats are so ugly to look at and they're just no <laughs> no support they're just gross yeah because i mean they're really cheap uh, like the leather's shitty and you were able to then, adjust it all the way yeah and you know i was driving it seat all the way back and you're six what six foot how does that like work there you, go. there you go zeo six foot yeah only i wish and you know if like if that's your thing i could see like i let our friend mark drive it he like had way more fun in it than I did, but he, I don't what, know. But he's a hot rod guy, right? He likes yeah, to burn, he he burnouts that shit, a lot. Dude. It, and yeah. it's like, people are like, no, but that's, it's made for doing burnouts. I did like one burnout. I'm like, this is boring, dude. Like burnouts aren't fun. 
I don't know. Is it really it fun? Like ruining tires, car, like tires and cars melt away. Yeah, burnouts can be fun. Really it depends on what you're doing, especially when you do circles. That's not a burnout. Not, yeah, I'm just sitting there burning, burning your tires <laughs> away. Uh, yeah, no, I I think this is this is interesting because like I like that review a lot more now that it's more well rounded because you're saying like it's you said it's a fast and sloppy car you said it was fast so like it's it, you can see why it's capable does all that shit but just how it goes about it it's, it's not, not even it's that not, it's, it's not, not enjoyable about, it's, it's not about not, how it does it either it's like not i enjoyable. know it'll i know it'll fucking decimate lower cars but i think a miata has like more precision to it mm. there's more like care taken into every aspect of an a you know a new frs let's say or brz like there's more care into all the little details of how a car goes around a turn mm -hmm. than this thing where it's like we're gonna slap huge fucking tires on it make it very wide and low we're gonna make it stiff we're gonna make it wide we're gonna make it low and it's gonna grip like crazy like on a smooth you know smooth surface yeah and it's gonna go around the track super fast but does that mean it's like drive you enjoy driving that car does that mean it makes is fun to drive? Because mm -hmm. yeah. steering's so gross, dude. It's like <laughs> it's gross steering. <laughs> I don't understand like how you could like that the steering. I really want to experience it. I want to drive it. And our buddy uh, Goldine has one, and he autocrosses it a lot. And stuff. I'm curious yeah. to drive his. Like, and it, it might be the same dude, experience. And he autocrosses it too. Yeah. And then, like, what's his? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I. What's your I preference? I guess you know. It's like I'm not saying everyone's an idiot that owns one, but. It's just like what, like what is your what do you what are your takeaways? What do you enjoy in your car? Yeah, and that's like it's just not what I enjoy. Yeah, I'm not like power hungry, obviously, and uh, you know I enjoy more. I like the tactile, and I'm also I get like like my 944 for example. It's still like I need a good balance. I need a good um uh alignment but it's still like not exactly where i want it like yeah. i'm like a little feel guy and i don't like creaks i don't like rattles i don't like squeaks you know Details. this is not the car for me dude yeah 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 i wouldn't say it is although i'm surprised it's as bad as you say it is because i look at those now design wise and that one's really clean they really look better than they ever yeah have. and uh it's cool but i i'm also sort of a purist as you know you guys know and to see a stock one with that low mileage like that's the one you want right mm. but i think it's the opposite i think you want one that's been taken to whatever tuner lingenfelter or and they've dialed the suspension and the brakes and like tweaked on the brakes are really good too brakes are good oh that's yeah. another thing this car at 100 miles an hour feels like 100 miles an hour it's which could be and, fun yeah you know and that's like what we like about old cars yeah but it's definitely a different you know when you're because i'm like rowing through the gears going up the highway and i'm like oh shit i'm good you know right and i look down i'm like oh i'm only doing 100 but it felt like really dramatic yeah, yeah huh that's weird too because like you're talking about how like it feels sort of insulated and detached but at the same time you also get that sensation like you you're getting the ones that but it's because i'm kind of having to, to work it yeah <laughs> like just to go straight in a line yeah like, in like, a straight like, line that's so weird yeah, where like, like the whole you know trying to think of cars i've owned that are even close to this fast you know 996 yeah zero to 60 like under five seconds this is 4.3 or something you know actually like fairly you know 300 horsepower or 320 let's say versus 385 um those things are like no drama at all mm. and you're doing 100 and you feel like you're going 50 kind of yeah. yeah yeah so it's just kind of funny to like 
hop into this thing and you're like going in a straight line is like it, the cars wanted to like move all over the place and stuff yeah well i drove that ctsv yeah, coupe uh, and yeah. uh you know same sort of uh vibe obviously similar drivetrain and all that but supercharged fucking fast like at, 580 horse or something i think so and uh it it comes on like a switch this is an automatic so you know you just basically just hammer it down and that thing would just snap on that supercharger and it wants to fucking fly but heavy car tons of assist and you know just a lot of nannies and stuff better place to spend your time though the interior is not that bad and good you know decent seats and steering wheel and stuff but this is a second gen or first gen or what is that i don't know i, don't know. I think they only made one coupe, right? gen of the coupe didn't they i don't know oh probably second gen right yeah that sounds right yeah yeah because yeah. it has the updated front end yeah so i don't know package wise it's a, it's an interesting car i think i want to drive a manual which i'll have access to soon as well um I just want to know how much. How is the better. steering, handling, all like over boosted? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like sports car about it. Mm-hmm. It's a GT, like, yeah. you know, get on the highway, romp on it, yeah. do that kind of thing. Um, but very, like, aggressive. When you, it was way more hammer than I was expecting. I thought it would kind of like spool up and you'd, you know, go. But this thing was like flipping a switch, basically, is how it felt very very fast so i don't get it it's a yeah. weird looking car it's yeah. really ugly in the side side profile that, that you posted that rear tire the distance between the top of the rear tire and the top of the trunk or yeah. what have you huge it's really weird and there's no definition it's there like this hunchback kind of like yeah they almost need like a prius looking profile yeah they need like a flare fender flared fender there yeah. or a, a fake line something or to break something. up that sea of flat metal it's pretty strange looking car the front's cool interior's fine all that yeah but i don't know it definitely didn't uh, i wasn't expecting much and it was quicker than i thought and this one had exhaust too and it was it was loud and like yeah did all the stuff you kind of expect poppy so, poppy yeah oh and gmvas don't sound like good either the corvette yep just like what they never like they never come on cam they never change. It's kind of like flat. Yeah, they're always flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LS all the things. Um, what else is going on? I do like that? the way Brendan's car sounds. The SS. It's all fake, but yeah, it sounds good. Uh huh. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Bunch of fake sounds. Fake sounds, really? It's all fake popping. No, no, just like on, like, like uh-huh. to rip into red line. Like it, it sounds NASCAR, man. Yeah. It's got that NASCAR sound. Um, I wish it would revved higher. That's that's probably the only thing, but I like it. I like it, Lane. Yeah, like you basically you answered all my questions like about the descriptions. I wanted to know like like the disconnectedness like thing. I couldn't understand like, but it's like no, it's literally thr- it's throughout it's the whole car, the whole car. That's crazy. Yeah, but and surprised. it is the way, and it is the way. Yeah, all the way down to the engagement of the. Clut- the 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 clutch engaging with the transaxle and the car moving is sloppy. That, also, like the Viper like clunk. has clunk. Oh yeah, slop. Viper's not much better. Yeah, like it's just not a well put together car. So that makes sense because I've always been baffled by how cheap they are, but they're just like 
they're they're cheap cars. So you look at the interior, you'll know yeah. why they're so cheap. And then you throw it out to like, I mean, huge brakes, big tires, big engine. Yeah. But you know what? That's the other thing you were saying about G. It's more. It feels like more like a GT car to me. Like mm. it would be a sedan or something. Because it doesn't. I mean, it's not nimble it or precise. Doesn't have that pre- yeah. precision. <laughs> and then for the roads that we do, for majority of the time, I would love to drive a GT3 back to back with us. Oh my god! Yeah, no, no, like literally, like it feels like everything's honed out of one yeah. piece, and everything's just solid and mount, but it's still compliant and all this stuff. Yeah. It, this thing is like really big rubber mounts everywhere. And- yeah, and I think yeah, it's there's definitely that. It's like what you expect and what you want out of a car and, and how, not and a how lot of, it communicates, yeah. right? Not and a like, lot of body roll or anything. Like, it, yeah. it, dude, I'm saying it would handle good. Yeah. It's, like, it's just the way that, yeah, the way that... I'm talking about feel, dude. You like interact with the car. feel, interaction. Yeah, because totally, I see that. Yeah, it's just totally different. And it's just odd. Like, I, I would be right there with you because everything that you're describing is would be super annoying to me too, you know? Like, I definitely want to Like, one it. of my favorite driving cars I've ever owned is an i14 mm. with, like better shocks and a little lower or something you know but and that thing has fucking half half the grip of this thing it would go through a slalom at half the speed a quarter of the power a quarter of no less than a quarter of the power of you know um yeah six and um or yeah i guess it is a quarter of the power and uh and everything's worse but the feel like the way that steering feels the way you know the shifter sucks but like the way I'm talking about, like just going through turns, it, it yeah. it's so much better. Yeah, dude, vagueness is like I hate it so much. Like it, it the, I have heard a lot about the, what you're describing, like the lateral, like choppiness through turns, like where it like skips or something. Yeah, it has a little. Skip. I've heard and a almost lot. Almost like it's a live rear axle. Yeah, that a lot of people have told me that. Yeah, like, I guess that's the way Corvettes are, and people but they are have okay that with big, that. Big. <laughs> uh, they have that. That. Yeah, the huge transverse leaf spring. Transverse leaf. Yeah. yeah. Well, but anyways, moving off of that. Yeah, I keep wanting to go back to it because I'm trying to like now it's me like defending my views of this car. I think you've you've broken it down pretty good. Like, cause it's down, it's very specific things that you that bothered you. And, and I feel like I'm almost like I'm overreacting now because people called me out on calling it sloppy. So now I'm like justifying that it's sloppy because well, I, I think it it's good is, to do that. But like, but in a lot of ways, it's like like I want to keep going back to like, dude, the car is fucking capable as all hell. I understand yeah. that. And I understand that your autocross times are good or your lap times are going to be good. Right. But I don't give a shit. And dude. there's the other, there's, there's other similar arguments, right? It's like GTR is kind of in a, in, in a different way. Go drive a GTR, but it's dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's, it kind of has a lot of that same thing. Though. Yeah. Like the steering, like, you know, it doesn't yeah. have that feel. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you have those spectrums or, the, of course, extremely capable car. Yeah. But, but also very complicated. And it's like doing some really crazy magic with the suspension and like, Weight yeah. and transfer of power and for sure. all that. So it's, but uh, but still, yeah, very capable, very fast, but not necessarily the experience that we want, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That, especially on the roads that we drive. We I like in a car. So yeah. Anyways, what else do we have to talk about? What, what, here, here. I forget. Project car updates, Wham. Wait, what you got going on? <laughs> Nothing. I don't have anything. No project updates. I'm helping my sister buy a car. It's been kind of frustrating. Oh yeah. You can lead them to water, but you can't force them to drink. Yeah, it's not the hardest thing. You try to give them choices. And so I I recommended a Lexus RX that was not fuel efficient enough. So she went to go drive a Toyota Matrix. That was too shitty feeling of a car. How many miles did she put on a car here? Not not that many, but she's an environmentalist. I'll be honest. So she wants something that's like She can't lease something? 
No, no. She doesn't need to spend that much money on a car. She's in like cheap car territory. But she but... wants 30, 30 miles to the gallon around like ideally yeah. and under 10 grand, I imagine. Yep. It's really sh- basically getting a shitty cars. They're Honda yeah. Fits and she yeah. wants a hatchback, but a manual is key though too, right? She wants if possible. Yeah. She likes Cuz I mean, this is like kind of perfect Prius person. I mean, isn't it like? Yeah, she even wants a hatchback, but they feel like shit too. <laughs> yeah, she they hates. She's, she's not that. CBT's she's not that crazy too. about it. But she just went from you know a car. She had an Integra, and so she's gonna go to a RX Lexus that gets eighteen to twenty miles per gallon. And what did the Integra get? I don't know. Probably closer to thirty. Really? Yeah. High twenty sounds right for that one. Yeah. Especially driving it really lightly. Yeah. Um, but. I think you either have to spend more to get a nicer, newer economy car, like the new Honda Fit, instead of a first gen. Anyways, this is super boring. How about a Volkswagen Golf or or like like a just a normal Golf, like the five cylinders? She'd have to spend more to get one that's fresher. Oh, really? Than getting a. You can't find gear. a good one for like five grand. There's five cylinder Golfs. Yeah, yeah, but you're gonna have to do all the maintenance now at this age and and mileage. But I mean, that's what she's looking at with the Matrix and stuff too. True, but the ones that we've found are like they've already been kind of that first cycle has gone mm-hmm. through. So like timing belts, or yeah, if yeah. it has a timing belt like the Lexus, that's already been done. So it's like hundred and twenty thousand, hundred and forty thousand miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, boring podcast fodder. I. Uh, but these are like real like life situations that yes. all car people have to deal with because we're the car people. I know. So we get approached with like, hey, I have yeah. this budget, like, and it's not going to be an exciting car, but it's no, like something no. practical. And I'm and going like, through Carfaxes and looking yeah. at history of the car and then like reading the ad and, you know, basically like doing, I'm sending her lists of stuff to check when she's test driving it. And, C-Max yeah. hybrid. <sighs> Dude, first of all, <laughs> That's- those are so poorly built. And then you'd have to get one that's pretty high mileage to be in her budget and right it's like what does that look like a used old hybrid ford it's like nah um i mean i think uh the ct200h is a good option which yeah. is basically a rebodied prius a, yeah nicer prius. but it's way nicer and it looks cooler and the interior is good and all that but they're expensive they're 20 grand for a used are one. they really i mean right. for a nice used yeah. one right yeah because they're way more expensive than a prius and then what about like a first gen volt I think yeah, right that would back, be good. I think you're right back to weird hybrid stuff, huh? And it's not. I, a, it's I really not don't a manual. know. Not um, the manual, yeah, definitely but not a manual. Yeah, but that seemed like a. I, feel I like think she's a really efficient, car. like little car. Uh, how about like a a Mazda three? That'd be good. Oh, okay, that's, that's a, a good one. In their but, manual, and that's a little more solid than like. That's definitely more solid than a Matrix or a or yeah, a. But then I'm like, I don't know what mileage that gets compared to a Fit. Well, they're out there. Those yeah, are the numbers. But it's probably more than her Acura got. That's a good question. I bet it is. Yeah? Mm, Just because it's a newer, like, a more efficient. Two point four does a liter. pretty good job with, yeah, they do. with that stuff, too. Yeah. Like, our our, our uh, CX-5 got really good mileage. Oh, yeah? See, my thing, my argument was get a car that does everything better, and the only, the only thing you're giving up is the miles per gallon. Basically, like an RX 300 is better build quality, rides smoother, it's safer, it's more comfortable. It's Definitely not getting that with a manual. No, no. 
but you know she's had a manual her last two cars maybe it's time she's like approaching 30 maybe it's time to kind of go into that for a little bit they have a Toyota pickup truck that's a manual if she really needs to do something like that and drive a manual but you know anyways that's that's, that's what's going on but it's been uh, I think you're on the right track though with that Mazda 3 that's a really good call I yeah, forgot about that car. That could be a good one. Yeah. Um, they drive great, and and I think she wants because the Integra is like a good one's hard. They have great steering, and they're very direct, and they're very quick, and that makes and it feels medium. No, they're really special. fun. Like the yeah. last, this is the last Gen three, I would imagine. Right? Yeah, the yeah. So like, I think it's it's just like a perfect like yeah, it would be a good comparison there. Or yeah, so I gotta see what's available in the budget and all that. But I feel like those are probably around like six seven grand for a i would good do one. protege five but they're getting old that's old and tired dude, dude. that yeah. and the three is just a better protege five yeah yeah exactly a newer you know nicer yeah yeah so if it's better feeling than a matrix which i think it is i think that's the way to go dude we'll, we'll a matrix see. is a toyota corolla like I know. everything's better feeling no, I know. than a matrix yeah yep. and that's what she was then i was she was looking at rav fours i'm like well just get a fucking rx they're way better than a rav four RAV4s feel tinny and plasticky yeah. and shitty and oh yeah so Subaru life dude what about a no, Forester no definitely not Subaru <laughs> I will not allow that head gaskets no big deal yeah no big yeah. deal just do it in an afternoon just two yeah. of them two you do them at the same time Lane two head Motor gaskets out engine out uh, oil yeah. consumption <laughs> yeah exactly and they're over their resale value is ridiculous in our oh, area. Oh yeah, it's Everyone crazy. They're, they're they don't fucking, get good. No, you know it's not in our. It's everywhere. Is it? They have crazy resale. Yeah, people think they're worth a lot of money. Well, I mean, Hondas and Toyotas do too. Yeah, so yeah. It's all, it's all whatever you think. You know? Subaru tax. Subaru tax. Birkenstock um, tax. Birkenstock tax. I think that's the Prius thing. No, I think no. I, I associate Birkenstocks with. Yeah, it's more hippie with uh, Subaru drivers. Uh, I would say with Subaru. Yeah, Where, it used to be Volvos. Yeah. In the 80s. Love Subaru. Love. Yeah. That's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. That's right. Not not anything Camping. Else. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> we were behind a uh, Subaru Baja today. Hell yeah, we were. Lane was getting a little fluttery. Oh, God. He was jonesing for it. Imagine that steering feel and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. So beautiful. XT. One thing I do remember about, like, I worked at a Subaru dealer for like a year. And I remember driving that generation, those Bajas, and that generation of Outback, which is like uh, uh, pre-05 legacies, basically. It's that that older body style. I think it's like your race car was. Or oh, no, yeah. that's even older, actually. That was a 2001. That's so, even older. Yeah. But um, the brakes were horrible. Oh. Like, like every morning you get in the cars, and they wouldn't want to stop to, like... You'd almost like crash into other cars in the parking lot because it wouldn't Christ. stop. That's, that's what makes so a, that's Subaru. Cool. a Subaru. So, yeah, I want a Subaru Baja. With wood brakes. A lot of trucks around here. All trucks. Nothing trucks. but. Well, we, we know why. We drove those roads today. Yeah, rough, rough roads. Yeah, it's all trucks and SUVs. Yep. We're behind an X5. Person was hustling, obviously hustling. local on these roads, yep. and, and then we were uh, by, behind a Subaru Forester who was hustling. hustling, old lady. Yep, that's so, how you do it. Yeah, I mean, we have to say though that this whole safari thing makes a lot of sense if yeah. you're dealing with the types of roads that we saw today because we would have totally been able to do the rally, yeah, as we intended. And the safari <laughs> thing is like having your cake and eating it too, in a lot of ways, because you're able to have a sports car 
but with the ground clearance capable. And, and and the big tires to soak up a lot of that stuff. Now, do you think that by doing this, you are then giving up all your smooth road capabilities? You're wallowing. You're definitely sacrificing mm-hmm. something. You're slamming the brakes and the whole car fucking dives No, down. because you don't have super soft suspension. You do not. No. You still have a good compliant. You have a nice suspension. Yeah. They're not putting like super soft like Raptor suspension on those. They're not? They're putting a nice like, no, like a Oh, I thought they had way more. Coil over. Uh, with, I thought they are way uh, squishier. I don't know. I mean, it's, maybe it's, a little tiny yeah. bit, but more like a, probably a stock ride. Huh. As opposed travel. to a, Definitely know, two and just, four, that kind of ride. But you're just higher off the ground. Yeah. And you're, you're most of your lifts from the tire. You're not lifting the car. It's a tire lift. Oh. So it's like Brad's Audi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only did one inch lift. All that lift is a tire. Oh, I thought they were doing a little bit of a lift kit. They did one inch lift. Yeah. They just did blocks. Right. Like one inch Delrin. And what do they do with all the 911s? Uh, I think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're putting a little bigger springs. Yeah. Like tiny bit bigger, like longer, longer springs. And then they're doing um, the tire, you know, obviously same size wheel like so they're running 15s usually rather than the 60 series it's going to have like a 90 series tire or whatever that is yeah and uh, that gives you fucking Mm. two inches right all right shit well there you go because i was worried that you would just basically build a car that's only for gravel and rough roads and then anytime you're on a fun road you're the car wants to basically like roll and dive and skip I, I mean, you, along. you do get the little bit of that like i've yeah. driven so uh, i've driven a rothman's tribute car yeah that was built pretty well unfortunately with the stock motor still it was an sc so like the suspension was super dialed and everything but and it was really well executed was the gearing uh, changed uh gearing was not changed so that's why yeah. oh well but i mean specifically talking about what he's talking about it is wallowy uh you, it doesn't give you you don't have the dive and all that but just like coming around turns you have you have a huge side and too. also you have a big sidewall yeah. so it it goes and in, in, you know kind of rolls over and, and then it settles and yeah. it also depends on the tire compound and all that like sure. if you have a proper ro- rally tire there's super stiff like sidewalls even though they're tall um and so you do get you give up less of that but of course it's a compromise you know right, um, right. But I, not, yeah not as much as i was picturing yeah i've never driven one it's different yeah. i think you're thinking like raptor stuff where you give it the gas yeah. the thing's squatting exactly. on the rear end you break and the thing's almost gonna tip over like yes. a pre-runner yeah. style yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah and you can like jump over shit they're still thing, like... they still have like a sports somewhat sports car suspension it's just gonna be a little softer you know yeah. obviously but it's not gonna, uh, yeah i don't think they're definitely not i mean you watch those videos like they're on these Roads getting sideways. And yeah, yeah. I, I guess, guess what I would do though. I mean, to to your because that almost though. doesn't make sense to do that. Like you, like the roads you drove today are so rough yeah. that you do want a little bit of Raptor in it. You want to be able to just fly sure, over but, bumps without thinking about but it. But I really think I think just having a nice, a good suspension, That's and then having does. all that tire. Yeah. That tire is really what you would want on these roads. And today. so what that's yes, what the things, that, will, that yeah, for sure. We're not like suspension engineers and that's where shit gets really gnarly. But like 
it's it's amazing to see like how like for example like an Evora or something where it has a stiff suspension but it also absorbs it's a it's the speed of the damping that, that also changes sure, so you sure. set it up for factors. a certain type of thing yeah. right so and it's like external shock reservoirs and stuff like that so doing a really there's like all sorts of shit like heat and dissipation stuff. and like and for certain it's like slow versus fast damping and like if you set it up a certain way even though it's still stiff it'll still like absorb and and like limit oscillation and like yeah. so it gets super crazy but that being said to your point though like I personally would not do that for my only sports car. Like I would want to have a safari style car and a, like a smooth road car too. Yeah. Like I, cause of it's course. a, di- cause it's a different course. thing, you know? I mean, like, just the tires alone. Yeah. We, we're like, t- we nerd out on tires and you know, and then you're going to go put these like off road tires and go rally, yeah. you know, like a perfectly smooth tire, you know, right. Roads. No. But I think it, it's interesting to think about this in the WRC cars current, you know, modern race cars that can handle jumps of fucking you know 100 feet yeah blasting off and landing perfectly composed at 80 miles an hour right right? yeah Yeah. and the cars are going around the turns and then they can go through fucking switchbacks and the car stays super i mean that's when you get to like million dollar suspension yeah those it's insane or whatever i I, like would love suspension engineers it's so cool and you even have that in to a certain extent like on the like in the baja trucks too when they jump that's different that's incredible so that's like that's the ultimate uh far ford raptors uh spectrum yeah is a car that like you were talking about you accelerate and the whole the rear bumpers on the ground as it's trying to like gather grip but like also um what was it the mint or something the mint 500 right yeah. like i i saw a video a buddy of mine was like at one of the major landings for a jump and like he I did a that. slow motion I right saw that. and so the whole thing compresses all the way down not like a rally car where it just like softly lands and it just keeps going like it compresses all the way down and then on the rebound it just rebounds to full extension and then just drives off yeah there's no like uh, additional no bounce yeah. it just like absorbs it all and it's like yeah. 30 inches of travel so crazy i mean it's it's awesome Unbelievable. it's really cool yeah, you Super know whose car cool. probably has really good setup is uh, Ken Blocks. All of his Jimcana oh, well, cars. He's got a bunch, yeah. So and they're fucking crazy. I mean, they can do it all, right? Yeah, but also, yeah, he's like uh, rallycross engineers that he works with, and also, but yeah. he he tunes them for what he's doing. That's too. what we need is rallycross cars. Rallycross. That cars. is what we need. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For for today's drive, that's what we would have mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah, so we got to go kind of period. That's our style. So what are we doing? Like 2.5 RSs yeah, and three, escorts. 323 oh, GTXs. Okay. Uh, yeah. Those new ones do 0 to 60 in like 1 point something seconds. And they top out at like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, the that's, gearings. That's bang, enough. Banging gears. It's enough for our roads. Today. Yeah, it is. That's it is. plenty. Yeah. That would, well, be, that would be really fun, actually. Year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um, Get Monster on board. Is that a podcast or do you have a little time for trivia? I heard, I I heard there trivia. might be some trivia somewhere. It's trivia time. All right. We are in Garberville, California. And, Lovely place. Uh, the name of the town came from what? How is this town named? Garbers. Garberville. I haven't seen a Garber yet today. Dude, I think it's just some guy's last name or something. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> The first postmaster, Jacob Garber, named the town after himself in the late 1800s. Earlier names for the settlement were Dogtown, believed to refer to how dog-tired the early settlers were after erecting the town's wooden structures, and South Fork, for the South Fork of the Eel River. Hmm. I would call it Y. Yville? Because why did they build it? Like, how much meth was he under when he did the whole thing? 
<laughs> or under on <laughs> allegedly um so anyways garberville is lovely um what's the population here warren someone tried to tell me it was 1200 but that was for the others it was a different town yeah oh the red uh something next right away is 1200 i don't know what this says but uh let's find out 200 miles north of san francisco 52 miles south of eureka it's the perfect place to stay Oh, oh my okay. god. So that's where we're staying. All right. It's the um, perfect place to stay. If we survive the evening purge, uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Driving Well Awesome. Thanks for listening. I have a population number. Do you want to trivia it? Sure. What uh, you got? I'll say the same 1200. 1500. So this is old information, but who knows if it's actually increased. Uh, as of the 2010 census, it's 913 people, mm, which wow. probably is still the same, right? There's yeah. really no reason for anyone to move here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Although it is the perfect place to stay. Yeah, that's right. A lot of foreigners here. Suppressed. Redwoods. So yeah, we're immediately right. south of the Valley of the Giants. Is that what it's called? Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> Good job. Mount Giant. <laughs> Mount Giant. It is a counter in a gas station. <laughs>